that on the office they did a 570 actually and with that we welcome you to the a show here on ckcc yeah. radio <laughs> i'm glad that, that that'll be the start there good monday morning day after halloween yeah post halloween uh podcast very very fun matt and chris hanging out with you for the season finale before we get into the tournament of champions and normally we have wrestlers we have wrestling people of sorts on the show. Personalities. Personalities, Matt. Tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening, our guest was in the wrestling business for approximately three months. About eight years ago. <laughs> but we figured since we are at that at this point, uh probably like in the middle of the World Series. It's time that we feature our nation's pastime. That's right. And joining us this week to take on Chris in one-on-one drafting action, <laughs> the play-by-play voice of the High A East champion Bowling Green Hot Rods, High A affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays, Sean Mernon, joining us here. Hey, Sean, how you doing? I'm big class. Uh, doing all right. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of words that make me sound a lot more important than I am. I'm a guy that talks to himself for three hours. Any other line of business, and I'd probably be committed. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little backstory. I have known Sean for twelve or thirteen years now, well before he got into the baseball business, uh, because Sean and I went to East Stroudsburg University together, and we were a part of WESS together, and. Where Sean's wrestling experience comes in is he was not really doing anything commentary-wise. So I called him. I was like, hey, you're coming to music tomorrow. He's like, why the fuck am I coming to music tomorrow? (laughs) And I said, because you are going to call GSW. And we did what any rational company would do. We sat him down in a chair next to Irish Kev with no knowledge of our product <laughs> and said, talk about wrestling on the YouTubes. Yeah, that did happen. You, and if you know Irish Kev, our, our, our wonderful local coach skull in, in gimmick, uh, it's like, listen, you're going to be, you're going to be sitting next to this man that is pretending that he's a twenties, uh, some sort of sports coach. <laughs> But in reality, he's kind of a con man. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I believe skeezy is the word you're looking for there. <laughs> he is a skeezy, wacky, inflatable failing arm tube man. Oh, you, <laughs> you know what I realized? We should have just always referred to Coach Skull as a snake oil salesman. Yep. Because that's exactly what he was. Oh, my God. And he's going to be taking on uh, somebody in the uh, in one of the first rounds coming up soon. That's right, and it could be Sean. Um, could be Sean. So, Sean? I, you have way more confidence in me than I do in any of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give you a moment here. I know that we, we've introduced you a little bit, but take a moment and introduce yourself to our listening audience who may not know you. Yeah, uh, everything Matt said. Yeah, thanks. <gasps> yeah, but um, <Ba-dum-cha. laughs> um I, I guess the most interesting thing about me is I was – for the three months that I did that, Matt, um, I, I mean, you can attest to this. I was probably bigger than every single wrestler on your roster. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. In two thousand, and I don't, I don't mean that. I don't mean that as a slight to anybody, but let's put it like this: I'm in media. Vince McMahon would never hire me because I'd make every single person on his, almost every person on staff for him, look like a midget. I'm trying to think. Would you have been bigger than Brute at the time or Cage, Matt? No, you know what? I don't know that you were bigger than Brute, because Brute's yeah. a, a pretty big guy. Brute's a height, big guy. Yeah. Height wise, I'd say you're you're uh, you're probably taller than Brute, but not by much. I was gonna say I, I'm at that point. Let's see, what year was that? Twenty fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. So that was just before I moved. So I mean, at that point, I was running six seven, probably three sixty. Yep, you would have been bigger than. That's, that's what I mean. And I also, to be fair, though, I also found the worst jacket in my closet to wear every night. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that off the air, we have talked about this. What was the reaction from people in the baseball business when they found out that you had done wrestling? Probably the same as it, it, well, it's it's always one of those things where it's like, what? Because believe it or not, there's a, a good amount of uh, closeted wrestling fans in baseball broadcasting, and so it was. It's kind of cool because, so for instance, the one guy that uh, was up in Lansing, um, we were talking, and and somehow it came up. I think he made like a super super covert subtweet about a Survivor series a few years ago or something. And I just te- I immediately texted him about it, and it came up in conversation one year that that I had done that, and it was it's always one of those things where the look on other people's faces is just like, oh, you you actually got to do that, well, and then of course the the next question is, well, well, isn't that all that stuff fake? Like, did they tell you like what was going on? And it's like, no, like they have to have like medical people there and stuff like like it's no, this is like they, these are really good athletes uh, yeah. at, at every level, and like. You just have to, I don't know, it's its really kind of, that's usually what it turns into. And the initial shock of, wait, you didn't participate? You were the dude doing the other stuff? And then the, you know, oh, well, now you need to defend this this medium. That's like, great, I appreciate that. I did this for, you know, I did this for the 90-day trial. I left, and now I'm, now I'm, now I'm stuck. Now I'm stuck with the baggage. Cool. <laughs> So, Using it, that analogy, that would be like that would be like if somebody were a, dedicate himself to try to learn as much French as possible at Rosetta Stone, and then throwing them 
right in the middle of just like post post war France, and you'd be like, yeah. just live out your life. Yeah, I find myself sometimes somebody will ask me like a question. I have no idea. I'll be I'll be like under the table texting out like Matt. I hope you're not busy right now because I really could use some information or at the very least like just tell me I'm not wrong. <laughs> I, I I can attest to that. These are conversations that definitely happen. Nice. Normally we take a full year in a promotion, but this time we are going to go with current day. Monday Night Raw. Now, some people, and that would be most people, would say that modern, current day, WWE is an absolute dumpster fire. <sighs> so. Wow. Strong words. But am I wrong? <laughs> so. Um, the, the internet oh, wow. says that all the time, so. So what we're going to do is we're going to give these two a chance to make it better, at least. Oh, my God. At least hypothetically. <laughs> we are literally playing weekend quarterback right now, or armchair quarterback. Yes. So, the way this will work will be as follows. We are going to use from the, from the, um, not award winning, I wouldn't think so. I don't know if they give awards for websites. WWE.com. We're going to use the current roster, and this is just after the draft, so it's pretty, well-defined, like there's no, like, guest starring or um, jumping from brand to brand. This is all very set in stone now. Uh, Sean, as the guest, will have the first draft pick, and Sean and Chris will alternate until they feel that they have enough rosters to build a full card. So, Sean, um, as we talked about previously, as a tip for you, just kind of keep track of what you're doing and maybe build your card and your angles as you're drafting as kind of a, a tip for you there. One shocker. Once they are done drafting, they, we will take a break. Uh, Sean and Chris will put together their cards and then we'll come back and they'll present their cards. As a reminder, I have already qualified for the Tournament of Champions, so I am just here to moderate. I will not be drafting. That this way is we... literally my make or break here. <laughs> yes. If Chris does not win here, he does not make the Tournament of Champions. They brought me in from the way up. Chris, you're in. Don't worry about no, it, man. <laughs> no, man. There's one that I thought I had in the book, and I've been betrayed. <laughs> Chris has done very well. Uh, his connection right now, not so much, but his drafts have done very well in the past. So, uh, is, it, is this better, Matt, connection wise? Yeah. We, oh, okay. we can definitely hear you now. Oh, okay. Um, All right. So, reminder the ground rules. Uh, we are only going to use current champions because we're using current day WWE, current day Raw. So, if you draft someone with a title, you get that title on your show. You have to say you're drafting that title, though. You have to say it out loud. You can draft groups of two, three, four, eight together, whatever you want to do. But then you have to use them all together if you draft them together. Round seven is the Adam Van special, being the wild card round. Ooh. At that time, and we are contractually obligated to call it the Adam Van special. I want to read that contract. <laughs> It, it's a pretty shitty contract. I was, um, I was just saying, if there's one man that can get us out of it. <laughs> it it's Sean Murden? 
Yeah, the radio broadcast, the high A radio broadcaster for a championship winning team is definitely the dude who can substitute for being an attorney. Great, great call. <laughs> um, you could draft anyone else that's active right now. SmackDown, NXT 2.0, uh, AEW, Impact, Ring of Honor, wherever you can draft from those rosters. And I think I'm, I'm that's looking it. at this roster. Look at this roster here. It's uh, there's definitely stuff we can do. There's stuff we can work with here. You know, I mean, you don't have a choice. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously you don't have a choice. But. <laughs> you, Sean raises a valid point. There's not really much of a choice here. <laughs> um, there is the option for up to two trades after the draft is over, and then also the unrestricted free agents that could just be taken at will after the draft is over. So, Sean. You are up. Who is your first draft pick? Uh, I, I mean, I, I hope I do this right because I'm operating based off of the sports drafts that I know and understand. So this is not a snake draft. So that's the only thing you have to know. It's not. Yeah, I mean, there's two of us. So <laughs> it's just we're we're. It's okay, Decker. You're going to get through this just fine. It's fine. I'm gonna, <laughs> trust me. Uh, I, I mean, I'll take. Big E with the with of course the title. Okay, you're taking Big E first with the belt. Okay, all right. So going through here, you know, and you know, I should have assumed that you probably would have went that route first. Uh, I am gonna go. All right, um, my first draft pick is gonna be RK Bro. Matt, do you need to say something now? The first round is over, or whatever. No, um, you're the mo- I, I, you're the moderator. God damn it, moderator! No, you just <laughs> I, you. The first round is over, Sean. Is this your first podcast? That's cute. It, it <laughs> is a long and difficult road to get here. Now, if I would have picked Omas or this wouldn't have been a terrible. If I would have picked Sarah Schreiber as my first pick, I'm sure there would have been a little bit more uh, uh, commentary. But uh, RK Bro is a very safe pick. I feel. As is big I would have been, I would have been ecstatic if you would have done that. I would be like, oh, I guess I have better clear time on my schedule here. Um, <laughs> That's a Sean for round two. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I'll pick. I'll pick Edge. I'm gonna pick Kevin Owens. I keep Almost. track of this in a spreadsheet so I don't screw up. Hey, done that. Been there. Absolutely great. Thank you. I think. I don't think you're supposed to compliment me. I thought this was never mind. Hmm. Oh, I could go another route. I could go another route. <laughs> uh, I'll take AJ Styles. I'm going to take Bianca Belair. Okay. I'll take Becky Lynch with the title. Ah, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with the titles, I'm going to take Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash. We're already up to round five. That's yes. a lot. That's fast. <laughs> it, it, it corrected it to Rhea Ripkin. Rhea Ripkin. That's awesome. That's um. She's gonna I wrestle two hundred seventy nine consecutive matches. That's or she could just put uh, the word fuckface on the bottom of the bat or whatever she's gonna use. Whoa. Depends on depends on depends on what Ripkin you're going with there. Billy Ripkin has a baseball card where. Tops forgot to blur it out, and then they had to go back and change all of the knobs on the bats. 
The only reason I know is because I worked for a Nationals affiliate in 2018, and we gave away bobbleheads with a smiley face on the bottom of it. <laughs> go with Hurricane Jr. I mean, that's what I thought everybody would, but cool. That's cool. Yep. You did, hey, you went baseball reference with a baseball guy. Figure it out. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and two points to Sean for the letter Kenny reference. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this is also a letter Kenny podcast. Go me. <laughs> so, Sean, you are up for the fifth round. Fifth round. Okay. See, I had a thought, and then I started trading barbs, and now I'm off. I'm off. Maybe that was Decker's plan. The track is derailed. Let's go. Let's go. Definitely, that was definitely his plan. I should probably do that. There's no shot clock here, is there? No. I could I could just completely derail this entire thing. I have mentioned this multiple times about the shot clock. <laughs> uh, all right. Damn it. I mean, I do edit out all the excessive dead air pauses, but. Oh, that's perfect. Then I could just do whatever I want. This is great. And that's why I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) (laughs) I just do whatever I want. Perfect. God, this is hard. Like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, yeah, these aren't like fifth round draft picks. (laughs) That's the whole whole roster. (laughs) It's the whole damn thing. Well, we're all, it's also not multiple people. You know what I mean? If there was 10 of us doing this, it would have been like, wow, they all would have went in the second round, blah, blah, blah. But now we're here in the fifth. Yeah, now I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, well, this is just pulling stuff off the trash heap. There's still a lot of good people out there. I was going to say. Matt. Yeah, I guess. Um, and Damian Priest. <laughs> I love that. He's still on the board. Uh, I'll I'll take Finn Balor. Oh, that's a – man, I was staring, staring right at him. I know. I Uh, felt it. That's a very good pick. I'm going to go with with Keith Lee. Um, Oh, I just realized you took AJ Styles without almost. Yes. Without almost. You're welcome. So, so now Decker can have that that um, big WrestleMania match between Omos and Drake Maverick. Right. Oh, perfect. Is that what this is? This is WrestleMania that we're booking. That's insane. You you can make it WrestleMania without a question. Yeah, that I don't. Uh, that seems like a poor choice. <laughs> we're doing, I mean, WrestleMania, we're, doing. we're doing WrestleMania Night One and WrestleMania Night Two. Perfect. <laughs> with all raw superstars. Good luck. Subar Cesaro is like, hey guys. Everybody can't wait to see the, the main, uh, Decker's main event of night two, Bianca Belair against Dewdrop. Let's not say mean things about Bianca Belair. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you're up. I know. <laughs> Derailing. Like, yes, that's now I'm the one doing it. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I I guess I'll take Bobby Lashley. But I was about to take <laughs> the entire hurt business. I was taking all four of them. Rats. You know it's great, Matt. On Raw, it's both of our least favorite superstars. You hate Damian Priest, and I hate Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> Which is why you're going to pick the cool dads next, right? <laughs> Wait, who's the cool dad? Oh, that's oh, that's them. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. 
I, I think I don't think that's their actual name, but it should yeah. be. Isn't it like the Dirty Dogs? Yeah, yeah, which is equally bad. That's the name that bad dads, uncool dads would pick uh, if they had a tag well, team. Well, cool dads is an ironic name, you see. The irony. Name. It's ironic. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not getting a Norm MacDonald reference there. <laughs> Who are you picking, Decker? <laughs> I'm going. I'm going through here, and it's not that I disagree with what a lot of um, Sean is saying here, but I'm like, man, fuck. All right, now I gotta kind of. I do have to make uh, chicken salad and chicken shit, or the other way. Yep. Yep. The feet. All right. It's chicken feet and beaks. The feet and the beaks. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, roster full of feet and beaks. I'm going to take Seth Rollins. God damn it. <laughs> it's not that I hate Seth Rollins. I hated Tyler Black. Um, and now it's time for the Adam Van special, the wild card round. Sean, you can pick anybody. <laughs> as long as they're not on this roster. I am in between two right now, and I don't know what to do with my life. That's pretty deep. This is just the A show. I was going to say, I'm like, this is pretty existential for the fact we're two jackoffs making a podcast. I know, but I I feel like I have two really I have two really good ones, and I can only pick one. Well, uh, I mean, we're living we're living in a world with the Will Ospreys and the Okadas and the uh, you know and the the Banditos and the Kenny Omega stuff like that. So I mean, you're making a hard choice. And I'm you best, could draft a couple part. of them. You could you could draft two people together as your wild card and do something with them both. But you have to use them together, and you can't put them against each other. Yeah, right. And that's my problem. That well, I mean, that's part of my problem. I should have specified on that one. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna do something a little wild. Well, we're gonna go with the title, Britt Baker. Okay. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good pick. Um, especially since you got Becky. So, mm-hmm. um. Uh, I'm very glad you didn't take my pick because I know what I've wanted the whole time. I'm taking Walter. Ah, wow. Mm, yes. <laughs> oh man, I that's one of my only reasons why I watch like any WWE TV because he's not on it. So I'm like, that's a really good wild card. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so now we've returned back to the Raw roster, and Sean, you're back up. He did take on Carmella. Hmm. Nice big shit sandwich. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> this this is turning into a mental health podcast. Yes. Oh, can't do that. Not yet. Maybe not ever. Who knows? I really will say that there are there are a lot of good people still on here. There there are, but like you guys are looking at it from the standpoint of like, oh yeah, like these guys could work, and I'm looking at it from the standpoint of I just don't like this person. Oh. <laughs> There's lots of personal vendettas, is what you're saying. You're like, hey, that's yeah, no, a board guy. Fuck that guy. I've never met a single one of these people, and I'm still like, Ugh. Ugh. you can specifically just draft Carrion Cross's demolition mask and put it on somebody else. I haven't even seen any of that garbage. I, I don't think it's been hair. around in a, in a in a couple, maybe like a couple months even. I heard he grew hair. I'm immediately. <laughs> this out is on gonna that. be. This is the best podcast. Uh, <laughs> have, 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 have fun in the editing room, or as we like to call it, Avery's bedroom. I do the whole thing in my office. 
Mm-hmm. Which also has a daybed for your daughter, we know. It's a futon? And, and you shut up. I didn't realize that we, we decided to have Don Rickles on the show. I'm just cutting it up over here, guys. I'm just... Take my uh, life, please. Oh! <laughs> we could have had Steve Allen. <laughs> All right. The best WrestleMania celebrity, unlike what Final Wrestling Place said. Yeah, 100%. Okay, I'll take the Street Profits. Okay. Oh, I get my kicks from Ukraine. I am taking... I'm taking Queen Selena Vega. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like Image has lots of stories about Thea Trinidad, and I, like, they've all escaped me right now. I didn't know he had a lot of stories about her, so that is news to me. Well, I I think it was a lot of working the same Mindy's in Jersey in, like, 2004. I could I be wrong, though. I didn't realize she's been around that long. I think so, yeah. This is a perfect opportunity to use the internet. I am wrong. Thea Trinidad debuted in 2010. So she, she debuted one month after I did. <laughs> I have a question. And I feel like I have a sinking feeling about the outcome of this. If a faction had a tag team in that faction, could I then take just the tag team? Uh, yes. yes. Okay, then. I would like to take Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, you're, to- you're totally fine with that. Okay, like, uh, I just wanted to make sure, because I, I have Lashley already, but... Right. And, the re- well, that's yeah, funny, because the reason I haven't gone after those guys, because I wanted them all in a in a faction with, like, and have, a, and have an eight-man tag. So, you are more right. than a... But, more uh, but than since, a I broke, since I broke them up that way, I don't have to have Lashley with those two, correct? Correct. Okay, cool. Or you still could if you wanted. You could decide how to do that however you'd like. Sure. Okay. I am going to pick the tag team of God, I I only now I only remember his indie name. I find the dude. Um where the fuck is he? Uh, oh pa- Apollo Cruz and uh Commander Z. Also I'm writing his name like Aziz and sorry and not like that way. Well, I guess it's close to that. I literally just passed over him like six times without even recognize, without even realizing that he was here. Where is he? I can't even find him anymore. Apologies. <laughs> no, that Aziz dude. I just uh, don't. I don't particularly care for that character. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I did the same thing as you. I wanted to see how I spelled it. <laughs> well, I think we are actually in the nitty gritty here, but. You know, Reggie's looking pretty good right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. I'm going to take John Morrison. I'm taking not the tag team. I'm taking the tandem. Or you know what? I'm taking the trio of Adam Pierce, Triple H, and Titus O'Neil. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. I wanted to be assured that I have no plans on these guys wrestling. Or, or do I? <laughs> hey, Adam Pierce is a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Was his name Scrap Dog or something like that? Scrap yes, it was. Scrappy Yard. It on TV once. Scrap Yard Dog. That's right. Gag. No, the Scrap Yard Dog is a Mid Atlantic legend that me and Image once met. Um, Scrap Yard Dog is actually like a dude. <laughs> Adam Pierce was Scrap Iron, I believe, or. or 
I don't know. He he comes out now and he makes matches. And takes F5s. Yeah, he's he's friends with Sam Punk. Twice. And and ripped his pants. On national TV. I used an Oxford comma instead of an apostrophe for O'Neill. I'm gonna blame that on the iPad. (laughs) Oh, comma, Neil. Wikipedia does say scrap iron Adam Pierce. Scrap iron. Ooh, also masked Spymaster 2. You, you could use that for your, your next cleanup guy. Oh, it's scrap iron Diddley Walbrook. Great. Just what I needed. Uh, I'll take Rey Mysterio. <laughs> uh, I'm just no screwing reason. all this up because I'm not t- taking people together. <laughs> I was going to say, you're, you're not taking his son, the rapper Snow? A.K.A. Dominic Mysterio. Wow. That is not wow. How dare you? That's that's unfair. Hey, when he first came in and he had and he had glasses on, he fucking looked like snow. Okay, that's fair. Maybe Decker, you're up. I'm trying to see if I could take a tandem of another or a trio of another non wrestling guys, but apparently, like the only people I could do that with is like Corey Graves, Vince McMahon, and Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Which is going to be my commentary team. <laughs> is Vince Smith. <laughs> okay. Dear God. So it, would, it, would just be, it would be Smith doing play-by-play and Vince asking what all these things are and Gray's being like, Byron, I mean, Vince, shut up. And now, Sean, you see why Decker doesn't win this very often. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I suppose. Uh, I, I guess if it's back to me. I was approved by our friend Shane Hagedorn about the Dick Byer pick. That has been documented on Twitter. It should have pinned my profile. <laughs> you still can. And you know what? I'm going to. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, Decker is clout chasing. Sean, what do yeah. you got? Uh, uh, I'm just saying that the... I'm just saying that the wrong man won. I'll take Reggie. I feel there's I have, no sat, sadder name in wrestling than, like, here's Reggie. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take, God, they have a tag team name that's really stupid, if I recall. Chad Gable and Otis. What are they called? Aren't they, like, Fuck, a fucking guy? Alpha, Alpha Academy. They're Alpha Academy. God, that sounds like bad QAnon. It does. Compared to good QAnon, hey, good QAnon, hey. good QAnon is what Jim Caviezel's doing right now. And if you haven't heard about that story yet, oh boy! So the pickings are getting pretty slim here, Sean. They are. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take the Miz again with uh, picks separately from Morrison. Yes. Oh Lord Almighty! Yeah. Oh boy! Like I'm looking at Austin Theory. And I'm just saying no. I'm gonna pick the cool dads. <laughs> You're taking Jamie... the cool dads? No! No! Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> I'm taking Jerry Lawler. And for Walter's opponent tonight. <laughs> he just throws fireball in, in Walter's face and he's and Walter swallows it up like he's uh, a Yoshi. Sure. <laughs> God. I'm just looking at this and realizing that there's <laughs> that what an interesting uh what an interesting thing that he's done here in the last couple of uh, rounds, because... Me? Oh. Yes. 
because as I look at it, he's pretty much taken every WWE official there is. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, like who are the, <laughs> how am I supposed to work this? Who's making the matches? The wrestlers are running the asylum. No, there was a point in WWE where nobody made matches. They just happened. We're just going back to that, I suppose. Um, John goes, I'm here. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I guess just to prevent any further, like, just bullshit from happening to me, uh, I guess I'll have to take Kevin Patrick, Mike Roman, Byron Saxon. Cool. <laughs> On a team. <laughs> oh, I, I just found out that Veer is he's one of Jinder Mahal's guys. Listen to this. Veer, standing six foot four, weighing 275. Veer comes to the squared circle from the baseball diamond where he was a pitching prospect for the Phil- Pittsburgh Pirates. Here's the fun part. Becker, did you ever see yeah. the film Million Dollar Arm starring Johnny? That's, that's the exact next line. It's like inspiration for Disney's movie Million Dollar Arm. Mm-hmm. I should have drafted Veer with John Hamm. I, Wait, could he have done that? Uh, I mean, he could. He could have Facetimed him. <laughs> I once, I once drafted the Hives. <laughs> if you're curious. Fair enough. He didn't win that episode either. <laughs> yeah, but I was really entertained. He drafted the Hives. I'm getting Hives just thinking about that. Yo, the Hives were good. I will defend the Hives for the bad day. Probably coming soon if you continue to do that stuff. I die. We're literally just leaving Damien Priest out, like, because Matt doesn't like him. Like, look at his picture. Well, yeah. Who's the, wait, who decides who wins? The listeners on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> okay. I thought that I saw the, uh, the, uh, graphs there, but I wanted to make sure because that's part of the reason if Matt were deciding that, yeah, he wouldn't be anywhere near this card. Uh, okay, since I have an idea, I am going to take Damian Priest. It's, he's a lot better than taking fucking Veer. That's true. At some point, your show becomes addition by subtraction. I'm just putting that out there for you guys. There's a reason why I'm not picking Alexa Bliss. What, you mean the, the short, skinny Bray Wyatt? Yeah, we can go that way. Yeah. She used to be the yeah, manager for, for Wesley Blake. <laughs> I mean, that's I want essentially what happened, right? Like, they, they just pawned the gimmick off on her and then fired Bray? Pretty much. That's what it felt like. I don't know. I'm going to use another good word for you. You can use smarmy. Smarmy. Oh. I'm I didn't, going... I didn't realize you were such a good dictator there, Sean. <laughs> yes, my, my, my dictation is supreme. Matt, that was just for you. <laughs> I know. I popped over here. Don't worry. <laughs> Where do the con- like? Are there certain positions that we have to fill? Like, is this going to be like a Madden draft where it pops up and it's like, you've taken too many wide receivers. Try a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is that is that why nobody just stepped in to be like, hey, you've taken seven straight WWE officials, Decker. Like, maybe... <laughs> Maybe maybe try, maybe try someone for I don't know the singles competition that you, you will be putting on. I have singles competition, guys. I do one. I'm just, I'm just, it was just an example. Calm down. 
It's okay. You can breathe. You can go back to bed. You can go, you can go back to napping and, and whatever else it is that you're going to do. Whatever else is going to break in your house tonight. You can do all of that. Actually, I'm just having a nosebleed right now. So I'm, uh, so that's what I'm dealing with. Yeah. You are in tip top shape. <laughs> no, I have a, I have a nosebleed condition. You have a no, like I said, tip top shape. That's good. It's recurring. <laughs> you're on the, <laughs> you're on the, uh, you're on the injured list permanently. True. I really don't know what to do here. This is, um, I'm just like, I'm looking and I'm like, there's got to be somebody somewhere that, that we've missed that is, uh, I guess. His name is Dominic Mysterio. (laughs) That, I mean, if Eddie Guerrero were still on the roster, I'd probably go with that, but. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. They could fight each other. That'd be awesome. Good one. He's dead, Sean. Look. That's fucked up. Look, okay, well, you wouldn't have liked it if in round seven I took the corpse of Eddie Guerrero. And the show comes to a screeching. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, at that point, you just hear uh, uh, Herb Abrams and the two want to brass. That's what we should have done. We should have just figured out a way to make this the worst possible, like, the card that nobody was going to pay anything to see. That, that's our finals of every tournament. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I was going to attempt to not curse on here. Uh, to, to, you know, to be like, you know, if there's, there's people that are tuning in, uh, you know, Sean does his thing. And then he brings up the uh, aforementioned uh, person that I'm not going to say. <laughs> and uh, here we are. Yeah, you're welcome. Pictomic Mysterio. Sean, are you, are you going to continue take, drafting? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, this is so bad. I'm going to take Stephanie McMahon. I am done. <laughs> I, I, as soon as I had my last pick, I was like, oh, yeah, I am probably didn't realize that we'd go into one of these uh, long uh, soliloquies about <laughs> how bad things are. Sean, is there uh, anyone else you would like to pick? It's just a free for all. Like it doesn't. Like I, I don't get penalized for taking somebody right now. No, I'm out. You can take well, no. whoever you want. Yeah, Decker's done. Oh, um, you can you well, can you know say what? everyone you, else if you wanted. All right, I'll take. But then MVP you have to use them. Done. Mm-hmm. Who are you taking? MVP, and then I'm done. Okay, so we'll open the floor up to <laughs> trades. Trades. I know I'm missing uh, one one pick from from Decker's list. I don't know who I'm missing, but I'm missing one. Oh, right, because you're that's right. You are uh, you following me on your, with your own sheet. Okay, uh, my roster: uh, Riddle and Orton, Kevin Owens, mm. Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash, Keith Lee, Seth Rollins, Walter, uh, Zelina Vega, uh, Apollo Cruz, and Commander Z's. The trio of Triple H, Adam Pearce, and Titus O'Neil. Um, the commentary team of Corey Graves, Jimmy Smith, and Vince McMahon Jr. Uh, Alpha Academy, Jerry Lawler, Damian Priest. All right, I got it. I was missing two. Put me. Do you need me to list off what I have? Uh, if you'd like. Yeah. So I have Big E with the title, Edge, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley, Street Profits, Cedric and Shelton Benjamin, John Morrison, Rey Mysterio, Reggie, The Miz, um... Then Kevin Patrick, Mike Rome, Byron Saxton, MVP, 
and then uh, Becky Lynch, Britt Baker, and Stephanie McMahon. Ah, you you split them up into different categories. I understand. There is <clears> one person on your list that I'm interested in, and that is Finn Balor. Uh, who would you be willing of my guys to trade for, or is he or is he un or is he untradeable? I mean, he's not untradeable, but I'd be interested to hear your proposal. Uh, let's go with what you would like first. No. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 All right. All right. <clears throat> um, let's see. Uh, how does Seth Rollins sound? I don't know. Uh, how about uh, the following five people? Adam Pierce, Titus O'Neil, Triple H, Corey Graves, and Jimmy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I've broken him. Wonderful. He, he just loaded up. That's what he did. He saw that I took uh, Finn Balor and then lo- loaded up <laughs> all the officials on, to swing a seven-man trade. I know what Sean will want. He'll want all the officials. So I'm going to, six them. rounds later, take all the officials. <laughs> I'm playing That's... six rounds. I'm playing six-degree chess. Six-degree chess. Oh, that doesn't sound like a good trade either. Um, <laughs> you don't say. Hey, anything out higher than Seth is, to me, I want to keep. Um, okay. Um, with the exception of Walter. Um, now, granted, there's not a lot after that. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah and, I'm, and, I think I'm, I'm, and I'm not going to insult you by being like, how about Jerry Lawler for Finn Balor? See, I had a – no, I can't tell him that yet. No. If there's nothing, there's nothing, bro. Yeah, I think we're. I think I'm good. Okay, I think I'm just good. So now we go to you are not getting booked. <laughs> and here is the list: Akira Tozawa, Alexa Bliss, Austin Theory, Carmella, oh, you Dana Brooke. Or, or no, Sean took Byron. Sean took Byron. Okay, <laughs> Dana Brooke. The Cool Dads, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Wade. <laughs> Dewdrop, Drake Maverick, Jackson Riker, Karrion Cross, Liv Morgan, Mia Yim, Nia Jax, Omos, R-Truth, um, Sarah Schreiber, T-Bar, Tamina, Tegan Knox, and Veer. I'm going to pick up Three. I'm going to pick up R Truth and Akira Tozawa, and I think I'm going to pick up uh, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Okay. Do you want any free agents, Sean? Uh, I mean, no. All right. So, with that said, we are going to take a break, and we'll be right back with the card presentation here on the A Show on CKCC Radio. Greetings, folks. Do you like beer? Do you know who I am? Maybe not. My name's Kev, also known as Irish Kev, and my dear friend Rick and myself actually really were supposed to have a cool promo for our beer review podcast known as the Hooligans of Hops, where Rick and myself take you through a drunken journey of all of the beers that we try on a scale 0.25 to 5 being the best. We talk about the best and worst beers we've had on the show. In between, you hear sports banter, some wrestling, and... I don't know anything that happens when we get drunk. So check out our show 
on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Buzzsprout, and anywhere you can get your podcast sources. We'll try not to get drunk next time and do something for you. But here's the promo. Thanks. The Nonther Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports. From current events to classic moments and everything in between. You can find the Nonther Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Greetings, wrestling fans. My name is Peter DeLong, and if you're looking for quick, easily digestible nuggets of pro wrestling goodness in an episodic format, look no further than Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong on YouTube. Join me as I highlight different wrestlers or promotions worthy of your attention. Each episode features wrestlers, teams, and stables that deserve the spotlight, upcoming events in your local independent wrestling scene, or anything else interesting in the world of independent wrestling. Listen in as I run down the must-know info to get you familiar with our subject du jour, and then sit back and enjoy a related match featuring delectable custom commentary by yours truly, including some exclusive footage you won't be able to find anywhere else. Get your wrestling fix in bite-sized episodes with Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong. If you have personal footage, an upcoming event, or a product in general that could benefit from being featured on Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong, feel free to shoot me a message at PeterDeLongTalks at gmail.com, Peter DeLong on Facebook, or Twitter at DE underscore Talks. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with Everyday People. Interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Bangin' Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention, available every Tuesday. Tuesday on your favorite podcast platforms. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash an honorable pod. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. Weekly episodes for the entire baseball family where we talk all baseball all the time. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and on YouTube. Come join our baseball family where we do baseball together. We are back here on the A Show on CKCC Radio. Matt, Chris, Sean Merton hanging out with you on a Monday morning. Thanks for tuning in. 
And Sean's good at calling baseball, but we'll see if he's good at putting wrestling cards together. Um, he would like an example first, though. So even though he drafted first, Chris is going to present first. Now, Chris, no pressure. No, but, no, I know. I know what you're about to say. But this is make or break for you. It is make or break. Okay. So I'm pulling it up on the old iPad here. Let's pull down that. Okay. So welcome, everyone, to Monday Night Raw. This is the first Monday Night Raw of 2022. And because of that, uh, making his way down to the ring first is Vince McMahon. He's there to join Jimmy Smith and Corey Graves. He, he, he goes to the commentary table. He puts on the headset and he goes to, and he go and the, you know, Corey Graves just says, uh, Mr. McMahon, what are you doing down here? And he goes, you know what? We're, you know, we've had a, we've had a rough couple, couple years here with the, the world. I, I, I want to get back to my roots a little bit and I want to, uh, uh, I want to, I want to get down back to where the action is. And Corey Graves is like, well, it's a pleasure to have you down here. And Jimmy Smith's like, let's go to the ring. And uh, make your way down in our, for our first segment here. Uh, you hear uh, Triple H's music, and obviously Vince is like, oh, I know this music. Oh, oh, oh you know. So, um, so Triple H is making his way down to the ring with Adam Pierce. Uh, they get down there, and they welcome everybody. Adam Pierce welcomes everybody to Monday Night Raw, the first of the year. He wants to go out of his way first and say, he's like, uh, we don't have our champion with us uh, tonight. Uh, Biggie Lancet's been given the, the first of the year off so he can enjoy his new year with his family and being the champion that's uh, we felt that was uh, appropriate enough. So we are here right now and uh, we have a little bit of uh, sad news. as everybody knows, uh, uh, you know, Hunter, you know, uh, Paul Levesque, he's been out um, medical issues and um, you know, Hunter, the, the floor is yours. And, uh, and uh, triple H go, uh, goes, um, you know, does everybody know I'm the, I'm the godfather of NXT here. I'm a certified first ballot hall of famer here for the, uh, uh, for the WWE Hall of Fame, he's like, but you know what? I, I had a I had a little bit of a uh, you know a close brush with death lately, and um, I decided it is a much a more appropriate time for me to uh, to let go of the day to day in uh, in ring product with uh, much going on. So I'm going to be uh, stepping aside. and I'm going to be acting now as a representative of of the company. So I could spend more time with my family, and then Adam Pierce goes. Uh, he goes, well, you won't be alone. You know, one of our, one of our, one of our most favorable uh, people here is Titus O'Neil, and Titus, he's gonna, you know, he, he's promised that he's going to, you know, take care of you out on the road. So Titus, come on out, and you know, Adam Pierce and uh, Triple H and Titus O'Neil, they're all in the ring, and everybody's making pleasantries, and you know, everybody's chanting for for Hunter and. Uh, you know, they all go over to uh, they all go over to Vince and uh, they give him a big hug and everything. And it's a nice way to start the start the evening. It's sad that Triple H is no longer going to be involved in the day to day, but he is going to represent the company in the best way that he can. So uh, we we start off uh, with our first match, uh, and it is uh, for the tag team titles. It is Commander Aziz and Apollo Cruz taking on RK Bro for the tag team titles in the last couple weeks leading up to this. Apollo and Aziz have won uh, various matches against. Uh, uh, AJ Styles and uh, almost and against uh, the Alpha Academy and they've they they made it a statement they wanted to uh, take on RK Bro here at the first of the year. Uh, so they they have a pretty by the numbers tag team match going back and forth. Um, uh, they go about I'd, I'd say about twelve minutes when 
suddenly, of, of all people, Akira Tozawa makes his way out of the ring and uh, causes a little bit of trouble for RK Bro, but that's enough for them to take their eye off the ball. And um, Apollo and Aziz hit their finish. And the new tag team champions are Apollo and Aziz. Jimmy Smith comes over to very quickly interview him and be like, hey, what is what is this strange bedfellows with Akira Tozawa? And uh, uh, for those that aren't aware, Paul, you know, Apollo Cruz, Akira Tozawa were, uh, were uh, you know, very, very much uh, uh, friends and very much, uh, you know, they, they were they were good pals before they both came to WWE. So they're, they're coming back together now with the Commander Aziz and, you know, now the real Uha Nation of all three of them will be the uh, will be the the new wrecking crew here in uh, on Monday Night Raw. Uh, we go back to a segment with uh, Titus and Triple H, and they're uh, they're going through, and everybody's you know kind of glad handing Triple H about everything's going on. They think it's a great idea. When our truth comes up to him, and he's like, he's like, hey man, you know it's, it's been great about what you've been doing here, and he's like, he's like, remember that match we had? You know, it was me and the Miz against you. And uh, John Cena and uh, Triple H is like, that didn't happen. It's like, yeah, it did. It was so, as far as your match it goes. That was The Rock. Right. Kevin Owens is laughing uh, over on the side. He's like, what a moron you are, R-Truth. You, you made, you thought that it was he was in the other match. What a butthead. And R-Truth is like, I will not be, I will not be so, um, I, 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 will, I will not be insulted in front of these people. And he takes off his glove. And he, he slaps Kevin Owens in the face with his glove, and he challenges him to a duel. He's like, well, I'm not going to challenge you to a duel, but we'll have a match tonight. So, uh, and a special attraction match, we're having Jerry Lawler, Seth freaking Rollins. And uh, a little bit of the backstory is that it's been, uh, is that Seth Rollins, uh, his, his new gimmick is that he's big coat Seth Rollins. Anybody seen this, where he just walks around his coat and he's all wacky? Okay, well, maybe not. Um, he's not that side anymore. He's not the Messiah anymore. He's big coat, uh, big coat Seth Rollins, and uh, he besmirched Jerry Lawler uh, around Christmas time and called him washed up and, and uh, crummy. And he's like, Jerry Lawler's like, I may be old, I'm not washed up. You know what, Seth Rollins, the first, the first Raw of the year, I'm coming for you. We're gonna have a match. And Seth Rollins like, okay, you get your walker out, and you can have a. You know, we'll have a match. And so Seth Rollins takes from the playbook of uh, uh, <laughs> Damien. Uh, uh, <laughs> who did Image have the match with Matt where he came out the walker? Damien. Yes. Uh, yeah. Damien Gibbs. Gibbs, Gibbs. So it's Seth meatball Rollins, time, everybody. It's meatball time, everybody. So Seth Rollins comes out with a walker. Jerry Lawler's standing in the ring, and he, he can't believe the, the amount of disrespect that Seth Rollins have. And so... You know, Rollins gets in the ring, and Jerry Lawler's just waiting for him, and they ring the bell, and Lawler shuffles over as fast as he can. He's giving him, he's giving him all the fists and fury that one Jerry Lawler can at his age, and Seth Rollins is totally caught off guard, has no idea what, what, it, what he got himself into. And uh, within about five minutes, you know, he doesn't realize that he never catches his footing, and he takes a big giant pile driver from Jerry Lawler, and Seth Rollins spikes himself up like he's Rob Van Dam. And Jerry Lawler covers him one, two, and three, and a crowd is just going ballistic. They're so happy that Jerry Lawler has beaten this turd, and um, that's how they that's how they end that match. And they they go to the next segment, and it's it's Titus again with Triple H, and they're right in Gorilla, and they congratulate Lawler uh, on the big win, and all of them are happy in there. They're busting the beers out, and they're like, "Hey, let's go celebrate!" 
and they get into a they get into a limousine, and that's when Vince McMahon comes and goes, "Oh my God, they're taking my car!" And they speed off, and, <laughs> and Jimmy Smith is like, "Vince, what are you gonna do?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't know. I, I'll I'll take care of them later. Those those guys." So then we're we cut to the ring for a talking segment, and it's Good Morgan with Liv Morgan, and um, she's interviewing Walter. Walter's upset because Morgan in German is mourning. And he's upset because Liv Morgan's not speaking any German to him. So every time she asks him a question, he, he refuses to answer. He only responds in German. And uh, she's like, well, this is getting really out of hand here, you know. And then Walter takes the mic and he's, he cuts a giant, uh, it, it, it's a giant speech. And the only name that we know, we hear, is Damien Priest. And Damien Priest comes out after he hears it. And he's like, "Here, here, you're calling my name out there, you, you big lug." He's like, what do you, "He's like, who do you think you are? You know, I'm the U.S. champion, and you're nothing but a, a bonehead." And um, <laughs> you know, and and that that gets that gets uh, that gets uh, Walter very mad, and they have a pull apart. And Damien Priest is like, "Oh, you want some of me there, Pally?" You know, let's have a let's have a match in the main event tonight. Pally. Uh, <laughs> so, next match is a is a squash match. It's Alpha Academy taking on Keith Lee, and Keith Lee just fucking kills him. <laughs> doesn't doesn't go more than two minutes. Hits hits the hits his big splashes and all that on Otis and. And uh, and Chad Gable, and that that's crazy enough because Otis is a bigger fella, you know. So you know, but Keith Lee goes over, and it's a big old squash. So next we cut to Adam Pierce in the back, and he's talking to Bianca Belair, and he goes, "Bianca, I'm I'm we're waiting for your partner. She's not here." And he goes, and she goes, "Well, you know, I was told last week." Uh, I was told last week on Raw, you know, Bailey said she'd be here, but she's not here. You know what? You know, I guess she's still injured. You know, Adam Pierce is like, well, we have ourselves a tag team match that was set up last week between you and Bailey taking on uh, taking on Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. What are you gonna do? Like, I don't know. And that's when Zelina Vega walks in and she's like, you know what? I'm the queen around here. You know, I think I deserve to be a champion. And Bianca's like, I don't like you. Queen's like, I don't care. And Adam Pierce goes, Well, the match is set. <laughs> so two partners that don't like each other is Lena Vega and Bianca Belair take on Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. Obviously, the, the two that can't get along are trying their best, you know, but to, you know, with lots of tags that they didn't see coming here. You know, Lena Vega tags in while Bianca's doing, uh, you know, all of her, all of her, all of her offense, you know, and you know, they're beating down on Nikki Ash. Rhea Ripley comes in, and Zelina Vega thinks she could take her, but Rhea Ripley fucks her up. And uh, Bianca is, is, is trying her best here to, to get it, but Ash and Rhea are too strong for them. They hit their finish. It goes about goes about 15 minutes. And uh, Nikki Ash, Rhea Ripley, still your women's tag team champions here on Raw. Cut back, and uh, R-Truth is already in the ring. And he's like, the besmirchment of myself from Kevin Owens will not go unpunished. Kevin Owens, get your ass out here. Kevin Owens comes out here and just beats Owens and just beats our truth ass. Uh, beats him up. 
you know, hits the, uh, hits the, uh, the, the shotgun, uh, power bomb, the off ropes power bomb. And, uh, you know, afterwards he grabs the microphone, he calls out Big E. He's like, Big E, I know, I'm sure glad that you got a chance to enjoy your New Year's. You know, that's something uh, a lot of us are not accustomed to. Big E, I'm coming for you, pal, and you better watch your back. And then we get to our, uh, main event here. Walter taking on Damian Priest and Vince. It's like, who is this Walter guy? I've, I've heard of him, but I've, I've, I haven't yet to see him. And poor Grace is like, oh, Vince, you're, you get ready. He's a, he's quite the handful. So Walter and Priest have themselves, you know, not a competitive match. Walter is, uh, taking it to Damian Priest until Damian Priest gets a little bit of a comeback. Uh, but Vince McMahon is like, oh, I can't, I can't help it. I need to get closer to the action. Close to the action. And, uh, you know, he gets close enough where he accidentally trips Damian Priest. Oh, no. Damian's like, Mr. McMahon, what are you doing? That gives Walter enough time to hit his finish, which I don't quite remember what it is. I want to say it's a powerbomb. Um, on, on Damian Priest. And he, he pins him. In the square in the middle of the ring, and we have a new United States ta- uh, United States champion in Walter, and Vince gets in the ring, and uh, he's he's like, oh, look at this guy, and he holds up his his arm, and Walter looks back at Vince, and that seventy five year old man is suddenly have a look of terror in eyes, and Walter gives him a huge lariat, and oh my God, Vince McMahon's been taken out by this monster, and all the officials come out. And uh, as Walter's music is playing, and they can't believe it, Vince McMahon's been taken out on his own show in the beginning of 2022, and that's how we end Raw uh, for the new, for the new year as Walter, the United States champion. All right, tell me that wasn't a Raw show. <laughs> <laughs> it it was a lot like Raw. <laughs> yeah, that was just a lot. I did not do that kind of planning. <laughs> well, what do you got, Sean? All right. Um, we're, we're starting off real hot. It's a triple threat, th- triple threat ladder match with Morrison, Mysterio, and Reggie. I think so. <laughs> 25, 25 minutes. Morrison gets the pin after Ray Mysterio hits Reggie with a frog splash. And then, uh, Morrison, and that's just off the turnbuckle. Morrison hits Starship Pain off of a 20 foot ladder on both of them <laughs> to break up the pin. Yeah. Ridiculous, right? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's incredible. Talk about um, the timing of that, where Morrison probably had to start that Starship pain like at least two seconds before he even covered him. Right, because well, he floats. Well, yeah, because he hits the slow motion stuff that he does in his entrance, and that he's able to go down that way. But that's that's why he's that's why I set it up in the pin because obviously you can't do anything like you know it's John Morrison. He just like jumped I don't know he jumped off the top rope and climbed like halfway up the ladder. <laughs> You know how you know how that happens. It's like, oh my god, it's twenty five minutes in, and then all of a sudden, this guy's got all this energy, like he just got a, a shot of B twelve or something like that, and he's running and doing B12. this. <laughs> like it's just that's that's the way WWE works. I booked it like WWE. It's like, oh my god, where did he get the strength to climb a you know a twenty foot ladder in the span of two and a half seconds? Oh, there you go. You're not wrong. Um. So then. For my next match, it's funny that he had booked a squash match because I had two. It was Lashley versus The Miz, and Lashley um, hits it. So The Miz tries to hit Lashley with, like, Lashley basically stands in the middle of the ring and says, do whatever you want to me, you're not going to beat me. 
and he tries to give him the the um god damn it why can't i think skull, of it now the skull crushing finale yeah the skull crushing finale and lashley just kind of stands there and then puts his arm around him and puts him in the hurt lock and beats him i think it's like, time I that we like address it. i think that we address that these current these current uh wwe finishing move names like they're ridiculous they're awful the skull <laughs> crushing finale <laughs> i mean I could definitely take the hurt lock. I'm fine with the hurt lock. You know? uh, yeah, that hurts not bad. Starship pain is pretty terrible. <laughs> no, that's you know fantastic. What? No, definitely not good. Um, no, great. You're right. It's great. I mean, I guess we we are coming from a time where uh, you know Triple H's finisher was the pedigree, which is what a ribbon that you give to a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No, Skull Crushing Finale is really terrible. Yes. And Starship Pain, my assumption is this, just that there were a lot of drugs involved in the name of that move. Oh, well then why do you call it, like, the cocaine weed assault or something? <laughs> like, if we're, being, if we're being honest, if you're consistently doing that move, you probably have to take a lot of drugs to get to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're doing it off of a 20 foot ladder, like we do in the first segment. <laughs> That's what we call a segue in the business, folks. <laughs> so then we, uh, so again, the uh, the Lashley Miz thing ends that way. So then we go. I had a hard time like staggering the matches here. So you know, use your imagination, put them in the right order for yourself. <laughs> Um, so then I have Becky Lynch against Britt Baker, and this one goes like 20 minutes, constantly back and forth. There's the whole standing in the middle of the ring, punching each other on the jaw, all that crap. Eventually, Becky Lynch gets her gets Britt Baker into the disarmor, but Britt Baker reverses it into the lock jaw, reaches like kind of Becky reaches back a little bit too hard. Britt rolls over, grabs her by the mouth, puts her down. Becky never taps out, but she gets knocked out. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's analyze these. The, the lock jaw, I think, is fine. She's a dentist, man. Yeah. Oh, is she? The, the Didn't you know armor, that? Like, it's a pun. Disarm her. Like, as opposed to disarmor. Like, this armor. Or disarm. Like, the Smashing Pumpkin song. I don't like it. Yikes. This is it, oh, is this where is this where he just picks apart every single thing? Not necessarily that I did, but th- picks apart things about this so that it makes his stuff look better. You're not okay. With oh that. That's my fine. god! Listen to him. Listen, no, just... Chris really wants to make the tournament of champions. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing well, quite well. Please continue. Thanks for for no for knowing absolutely nothing, right? Um, so then. The way that I stacked the next three matches are, like, I, the only thing that I could remember is I, I, I remember Matt saying something about a quote-unquote cool-down. Um, so it this is – I don't know why I did it like this, but this is how I did it. So the first of the last three matches is Big E against Finn Balor for the title, for the, the championship. Huh. And hmm. what? Yeah, right? Not having it as the, the headline, but you'll see so, um, like, Big E is just overpowering Finn Balor the entire time um, and ends up giving him, like, two big endings at the end. And Finn Balor, like, is able to get 
a foot on the ropes and kick out ends Ooh. up like landing his, his DDT that he does and then jumps off the top rope three times with three coup de gras to win the title. Okay. This is, oh, this wow. is basically the, the, the original WWE SmackDown video game with updated characters. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think the coup de gras is a good name for him. Well, he's not, you know, he's, what is he, Irish, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they have, they have good stuff there. And, and the DDT used to be called the Bloody Sunday, which that, for an Irish oh, wow, guy makes sense. But since it's WWE, they now call it 1916, which is when Bloody Sunday happened. I'm yeah. shocked. It's like I'm, I don't hate it. Like, um, now granted, there's a, tag team in NXT UK and aren't they called like the Deadly Blondes or something? I just saw it on the website. I'm going to pull this up because I don't want to be wrong. Alright, you scroll down to the champions. The NXT UK tag champions are called Pretty Deadly, but he can't have the Bloody Sunday. Now granted, the Bloody Sunday was a terrible massacre in Ireland. <laughs> and Pretty Deadly is, is just I'm pretty, I guess, was deadly. They're, they're killer. They're, they're pretty wonderful 2021. Yes. Which one's Paul Roma? We don't know. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck any of these guys are. <laughs> Same. Oh, God. The guy's name is Lewis Honey. I'm guessing that's pretty. Where's Deadly at? Sam Stoker. That sounds deadly. Like Bram Stoker. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> so Finn Balor just won the title in the mid card. Yes. So then it's, yes, it's mid card, but it's kind of like a double. There's like two big matches at the end because, you know, oh. he drafted really well. Um, it's, it's like, it's like Savage and Flair. Okay. WrestleMania yeah. eight. Yeah. Not that so long. I, I feel, I feel like I drafted better than Decker if we're just being honest. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, I had a real yeah. title and didn't have to make something up about some guy spending time with his family. Hey, that's called improv. No, it's not. That's called, I don't have a title. What the hell do I do? I had titles. Jamie Priest lost his to Walter. Yeah, shocker. Um, so then the, quote, cool down, as Matt told me to call it, is um, Street Profits against the Hurt Business. And that is a tornado tag match. Um, the Street Profits win. It's like 15 minutes. Uh, Montez Ford pins Cedric Alexander after those two just go crazy in the middle of the ring, and there's nobody to interfere with them because Dawkins bounced Shelton Benjamin's head off of commentary, where MVP happens to be along with the three commentary guys. MVP tries to interfere, and they end up screwing each other up on the table. So everybody's out. Montez Ford and Cedric Alexander go crazy in the middle. Ford hits a, a frog splash and, and pins him to win. I think that'd be a really good match. I do, too. They probably do a lot better, you know, of the actual storytelling part than I do. I don't make things up. I just tell people what's going on in front of me and call it good. So this imagination thing is a bit, you know, leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, it's imagining. Okay, you ready for the uh, the big match at the end? Sure. It's Edge against AJ Styles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Two out of three. Two out of three falls. Whoa. Uh, it's a 25 minute, 25 minute one. 
So the first fall goes to Edge. AJ Styles tries to get a uh, phenomenal forearm in on him, and he hits him with a spear and pins him. Okay. In the, in the second one, Styles rolls up Edge for the pin. And then in the third one, Edge is about to get AJ with an edge but Styles hits him with a low blow when the referee isn't looking with his leg and then turns around and gives him a Styles clash for the pin. All right. Oh, God, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of the logistics of – Edge taking a Styles Clash right now, like, oh man, with his neck and everything like that. That's uh, that that's, that's what big they guy keep up. doing. <laughs> <laughs> they keep doing things like, oh god, his neck, it's it's done. Like he's in the hospital again. See, I'm helping you with your storytelling. So now <laughs> we turn it to you, the listeners of the A Show. Go to at the A Show on CKCC and vote for who you think had the better card. You'll have three days to vote, and then we have to put the brackets together and get moving on the tournament. Yep, 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 yep. So, is it Chris or is it Sean moving on to the Tournament of Champions? You let us know. Sean, do you have anything to plug? Um, I mean, not really. You can follow me on Twitter. I love, I love, I'm a, what do they, what do they say? A lot of people call me a Twitter whore. Ah! Eh? I, I, oh, it, yeah. It, at, it, it's at Sean Mernin. S-H-A-W-N-M-U-R-N-I-N. No, I, uh, I, was, I was responding with you calling yourself a whore. And I was like, ha! That's, that's, a, that's a clever thing. I thought it was funny. Yes, because I, I did that on um, during, the, during the championship series, actually, back at Bowling Green. I was on doing, like, local TV hits and stuff like that. And so, like, one of the local sports journalists opened up a spot where I could just legitimately slide in my Twitter name, and I did it, and had no nice. shame in doing so. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the Bowling Green Hot Rods, the hot East, the High A East champions for 2021, um, mm-hmm. where Sean has spent the last two, three seasons now, right? Uh, three years, two seasons. Obviously, we had the, uh, the COVID year there. Yeah. Um... But has spent the last two seasons and obviously now a championship team. And I'm sure they're hoping to repeat in 2022. And where does your league take you? So we obviously are in Bowling Green, Kentucky, which is uh, South Central Kentucky. It's about an hour north of Nashville. Um, Our closest opponent is four and a half hours away in Rome, Georgia. Which is approximately wow. sixty. Yeah, it's approximately sixty miles away from Atlanta. Um, yeah, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say now being a Southern folk, I'm like looking and I'm like, oh wow, I didn't realize Bowling Green was that close to the the Tennessee Georgia border. Yeah, it's it's right there. Um, so we go down as far south as uh, Greenville, South Carolina. A beautiful go, you town. Know, beautiful. Yes, yeah, it's. It's really, it's really nice. Um, yeah. but we play teams in Greensboro, North Carolina, um, Hickory, North Carolina. Uh, and this past season, we went up as far north as, uh, Aberdeen, Maryland, and then, um, Wilmington, Delaware. So, uh, we, we are all over the place. Those are like 10 hour trips though. I was actually really bummed that I did not, the timing didn't work out to where I was able to see you when you were up north. 
Like the timing. Yeah, Delaware's just... up north now. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. The, the timing didn't work out. But Sean has been all over the place. He's been in Illinois. He was in uh, the hometown of L.A. Knight, Hagerstown, Maryland. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a lovely, <laughs> lovely place. Good for him that he made it out of there. Good for him. I was going to say, you said you said Lansing before. That That's way up in, in Michigan. Oh, yeah, because in 2019, we were a part of the Midwest League. And so our travel in that league consisted – of Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, and Wisconsin. Oh man, that that is pretty kick-ass, dude. Like just being able to do that. Tell your ankles that after you've been sitting on a bus for ten hours, Decker. <laughs> Thirty-three years old, you get some water that pools in places you don't care for. God, on that note. Um. Well, I remember Sean telling me that he was in Iowa, and he we have actually both been in the same stadium in Iowa, just like ten years apart from each other. Because I was at the Quad City Stadium. Yep, yep. I was there in 2019 when they were the Astros affiliate, and uh, the windows didn't open in the press box. <laughs> it's is, a really uh, nice little park, I'm, right? Right on the Mississippi River. Yeah, it's a carnival at a baseball game. They have uh, Ferris wheel. I think they have a tilt-a-whirl. They have all this crazy stuff, and then you have a baseball game going on. You know, it's funny that I have no idea what I'm, how much I'm allowed to talk here, but um, the year that we went was actually – I saw the damnedest baseball game I've ever seen in my entire life there. Why is that? There was a game where – we were, you know, the, the hot rods were playing the river bandits and it got into the ninth inning and there was, I think there was one out and we had one of the bet, one of our better relievers throwing. And, um, all of a sudden in the middle, in the middle of an at bat, the umpire stepped out in front of home plate and put his hands up and, and like the players had to leave the field. And I'm like, okay, it's a beautiful night on the Mississippi in, you know, the quad cities in, in Iowa, like what is going on? And so like, I'm looking over at the guy in the broadcast booth next to me. We're both looking at each other. Like, I, why did he stop play? Like, what is going on here? Is, is something like, what is the, they don't have earpieces. Nobody's telling them anything. So he saw something. So we're looking all over the place. And then finally descending from above home plate, right in front of the press box is a drone. What? And the drone. Yeah. The drone drops down and it's just hovering above home plate and the umpire is trying to signal to it like hoping it has a camera or something like get get out like we're not we're not going to play until you guys until you guys move this thing so it's like five to ten minutes and um the players are getting ready they're like we'll we'll throw a baseball at it we don't care it looks like a thousand dollar drone we don't care we'll throw a baseball at it we're that good and uh it finally leaves so it actually goes out to left field out past the ferris wheel once it leaves the stadium the players come back out our pitcher throws a couple warm-up pitches, and I swear, huh. three to seven, three to seven pitches later, he gives up a two-run walk-off homer into the Mississippi in right field. Holy smokes! <laughs> oh man, that's I was just like I was like, I saw a drone delay that led to a walk-off home run. Huh. That's that's crazy. Yeah. When you were when you were out a, there, were you able to see the uh, the Field of Dreams field? No, I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't have the time to be able to go out and, and do that kind of stuff. Um, and plus, I don't know because so the Quad Cities team is in Davenport. Um, and I also went to Cedar Rapids and 
I don't, I don't remember how, how far it was, but I also wasn't, I, I was on the bus, so I didn't have a car and didn't think to rent one. Um, cause mo- most of the places in that league, like you could, you could walk from like the hotel to the stadium and stuff. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't something that I just, you know, thought to go do. And, and, you know, th- this past year I got to do a little bit more exploring, but you know, that, that year I was just, that was my first year in Bowling Green and I was just trying to, just trying to, you know, do the best I could. And, you know, this year I was like, yeah, I can do the best I can and still have a little fun. There you go. And for Decker's reference, Davenport, Iowa is right on the Iowa-Illinois border. So you're, mm-hmm. the, the stadium is literally like 50 feet into Iowa. <laughs> yeah, when well, I, when I was, that's why it's the, the Quad Cities are right there. They, they're separated by the Mississippi. So you have the two on the Iowa side, and then the other two of parts of the Quad Cities are actually on the Illinois side. Yes. Uh, the Quad Cities are the only place I've ever been where they had a 4th of July community cornhole tournament. They actually um, couldn't play half of the 2019 season in that stadium because the Mississippi overflowed its banks and they couldn't get into the ballpark. Oh, yikes. So they played half the season on the road that year. The the story that we always tell from that stadium is that you could text a message to be up on the scoreboard and someone texted, and I quote, yay pie, almost as good as America. That's so, very funny. So follow Sean on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at the A Show on CKCC. Right? Um, yeah, at the A Show on CKCC. Yep. Uh, also, CKCC Radio for all of our other shows. Next week we'll start the Tournament of Champions, and we will let you know who is. Facing who? We know that Adam is last, and he's the number one seed, and all that dumb shit he made us agree to. Yeah. But, you know, it'll be okay. What an outro. (laughs) When we talk about Adam Van, he's not much of an intro, I guess you'd say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) Good lord. You can also hear Adam on his podcast, At Odds with Wrestling with Joe Sposto, part of the soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Uh, a lot of our friends have shows there. Check those out. Irish Kev and Rick have the Hooligans of Hops, where they drink beer and they talk about beer and mostly drink beer. Um, <laughs> you could listen to Jason and David with non-other sports podcast, and Jason also now has the Pop, punk popcast. I always botch that. Right. Um, also, Kevin Graham with Brainwreck TV. All the commercials you heard earlier. Check out all those shows. And IWTV, independentwrestling.tv. There is no promo, but if you use the code word draft, if you're a new subscriber, it lets Jerry know that you signed up because you were listening to the A show. That's right. <laughs> I think I hit all the plugs. Sean, thank yeah. you. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, it's no problem. I mean, I've, you know, we've been trying to get this together for a while, but unfortunately for me, I, uh, you know, well, I mean, it's not unfortunate for me. I have a pretty awesome life, and uh, uh, <laughs> except for your legs in a in a bus for ten hours. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, getting paid to watch baseball games, stackers. So maybe you know, come at me less. Just saying. Um, but no, I mean, it's, you know, I got a new, you know, a young family now and, 
and uh, you know, between my wife and, and our new baby and everything like that. So I'm glad that we were able to, to find a little bit of time. And uh, I actually owe her a lot because she's the one that ended up taking the brunt of this because the baby has been very fussy today and she's been taking care of him the whole time while I've been doing this. So, um, you Sam, know, you're Sam a trooper. Is, Sam, no, Sam is not a trooper. She is the greatest human being that's ever lived. She puts up with me and you know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> and she does it well. Surprisingly well. I haven't I, died yet. Can you believe that? I'm still on my first slide. Uh, <laughs> I will always commend Sam for for um, sparing your life. <laughs> me, me too. So until next week for the Season 2 Tournament of Champions, my name is Matt. I'm Chris. And we will see you next week here on CKCC Radio. Take care, everybody.